Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Go On an Adventure, the bookish podcast where I tell you about the different books that could lead you on a fabulous adventure. Now, as you can tell, I'm not 100%. I'm a little under the weather and that's why it's been a minute before I could actually get back on here at one point. I had no voice and so it's been kind of hit or miss. The weather in my area has been, well, it's it's been bipolar like usual. Uh, went from really cold to now it's 50 degrees and raining, so I have no idea what's going on. Now, I've had this book read, I've had it read for about a week, and to be 100% honest, it's a fabulous book. There's so much to delve into it that I can't even get a small amount where I could just be like, this is the book, here you go. There's, there's so much in this book, and there is a book too. It's going to be a five-book series. Um, book two came out rather recently. Let's see if you can catch on to where I'm going with this. Um, book three doesn't come out until at least January, though the uh, time frame keeps kind of jumping with that one. So we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. This book was a national phenomenon and was considered uh, the best read or one of the best reads of 2023 was sold out for months at one point. I couldn't get a hold of the book to save my life. Finally was able to get it in September when I went to Chicago. They had just gotten a shipment in and I was lucky enough to be able to snag a copy. And so without further ado, that book is called The Fourth Wing. I feel like some of you already knew where I was heading with this, but who knows? Some of you may not have. This was a fabulous read. I wish I could reread it for the first time. I enjoyed it that much. Um, I have not started book two for a couple different reasons. Uh, book two being Iron Flame. Uh, part of it being I don't... <laughs> I spent too many nights. And by too many, I mean I think I spent like two nights. Staying up way too late because I got so sucked into this book that I ended up exhausted for work and it's the holiday season tra -la, -la, la I can't be staying up till two three o'clock in the morning reading a book and then having to be up in four hours so <laughs> I have not read it for that being the other one of the reasons the other reason being with book three still in hiatus on when it's actually going to come out whether it's going to be in January or longer I don't want a cliffhanger again because this one did end on another cliffhanger as always and which makes me want to pick up book two but i know i know book two will probably end on a cliffhanger and every time a book i start a series and the series isn't finished i forget about the book like i forget about the series uh for instance i have not finished reading the from blood and ash series i'm on book four i haven't read it because book five just came out but book six is the final and it has not come out yet, and I don't know when it's coming out. So because of that, I've been kind of like hedging, not wanting to actually read it, and I've kind of forgotten it a little bit. So I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll see where that goes. Oh, sorry. We'll see how we do that. Now, <coughs> the plan is to read book two, obviously. That is the plan. Um... But why don't we delve into book one and why it is so fabulous and very much a must read. So let's get on into it, guys. Now, the fourth wing is a dragon book. So if you're not into fantasy, you're not into dragon riders, 
If you were never into Aragon and as a kid, this book isn't for you. Go away. No, I'm just kidding. It is very much, it brought in the love of dragons back into my life because I truly did love the Inheritance series. I loved Aragon. I loved Brisinger, Inheritance, Eldest. They were, they were my favorite books for the longest time growing up. And to see another series that's very dragon-esque that is just as powerful, if not more so, than Christopher Polanyi's Inheritance series, I'm so excited so excited so the author her name is rebecca yaros i don't know if she's actually done anything outside of these i think she has done a few other books but this is by far the book that has taken the world of books on a absolute roller coaster i'm not joking when i said that this book was sold out this book i saw it around when it came out in march and i still saw it in april and then all of a sudden it disappeared and Part of that is thankfully to TikTok, which TikTok has its own little subculture called Book Talk, where people share about their love for books and everything like that. I am on it. I have not posted on there. Don't look for me. <laughs> I haven't posted anything on TikTok for a long time, mostly because work, it's a lot. I can't, I can't do both, unfortunately, right now. But it, because of Book Talk, especially since 2020 with COVID and everything, Book Talk has truly enhanced and pushed the world of books back out there and people have realized books are even better than tv it's fabulous and because of that book talk took this book by storm and it was sold out everywhere um i remember going into my barnes and noble asking for it and they said that they just sold out they have another shipment coming in but I had to basically put my name on a waiting list if I was going to be able to get the book. And because I'm me and I'm a glutton for punishment, I was like, nah, I like the anxiety. Let's wait till it comes in and see if I can snag one. You know, see if I can get the first come first serve books. So, and that's what I did. And I definitely was not one of the first come. <laughs> so, did not get it. It took me months to be able to get a hold of this book. The next time I was able to get it was when I went to Chicago back at the end of August, early September. I found it in the bookstore and I grabbed it because I knew if I didn't grab it, I'd regret it and I wouldn't be able to find it for a while again. So I did. And I finally read it and mm, wow is all I can say. Wow. Absolute wow. I absolutely loved it. There's betrayal. There's angst. There's your, there's dragons. I mean, who can say no to a book about dragons? Uh, there's so much that is fabulous. It gives me a little bit of divergent vibes from the beginning. Um, and by divergent vibes, I mean, if you ever read divergent or saw the movie, there's different quadrants and you choose to be in a quadrant, um, different area and such. You had, you know, whatever. Well, in this, there's a similar case and it's kind of essentially like, their military your dragon riders are your military and you have to choose to either be in the rider's quadrant the healer's quadrant or the scribe's quadrant and originally our main character violet sarangel uh was going to be a scribe that was her plan that was what she'd been essentially training and doing her whole life until her father tragically passed away he got sick and died and her mother who is the general of the dragon riders basically goes ah you're gonna go try and be a writer now when i say try and be a writer it's not just simply you go you take a test and you can see if you can be a dragon rider oh no 
your test starts right when you walk through that gate and the tests are deadly. It's basically to see if you have the salt to be a dragon rider. And her sister, Myra, who, or Mira, who is also a dragon rider, was 100% against it because Violet has a, is weak. And by weak, I don't mean like, oh, she's a, you know, a girl, she's weak. I was like, no, she was actually a sickly person. She had a hard time just carrying her knapsack up to where the general was. Um, she could barely stand on her feet. Part of it was because she packed too many books. I mean, that happens. The other part was that she just had a knack for getting sick and breaking bones and everything like that. That was just, she, she was not a physically strong person. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's definitely not something that you would want for a writer. Now, when I say that the test starts from once you walk through the gates of the quadrant, um, you have to get from the starting point to the actual writer's quadrant. So like the barracks off of a parpet. I believe that's how it's pronounced. I'm not 100% sure, but it's basically a person width bridge with no railings or nothing across that's up in the air. And if you fall, well, you die sucks to suck and it just so happens that the day that she has to walk on this it's rainy and windy so she has to be very careful she obviously makes it across she survives but not before seeing and hearing people fall off of the carpet and not only that she has this wonderful character named jack barlow who has it in for her and wants to kill her and has every intention of trying to push her off while she's walking across it one of probably my favorite scenes ever is she does get to the other side and this dude is like trying to come after her and she straight up turns around. She had a dagger, by the way, that was like in her like clothing, in her armor that no one knows she has, by the way. It's like secret armor, which is kind of cool. Dragon Rider armor from her sister. She basically whips it out and points it at him. And when I say point it at him, she doesn't point it at his chest or his neck. Oh, no, 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 no. She points it and is literally pressing into the cloth uh, in front of his balls. That's right. For a girl who's physically weak, she sure as hell knows how to hold her own. And she literally has the tip of her blade pressing into his pants. And when the guys, basically the riders that are in charge on the other side, say like, well, what are you going to do? She has you by the balls. Part of the rules is, is once you're in the other area with the rest of the writers and in front of superiors, you cannot try and kill each other. Otherwise, it's automatic. You're no longer, you're not going to be a writer. You get kicked out. And Jack was absolutely upset by this, obviously. But she won for that point. Now, the other thing that we need to know is that she already has it, the cards stacked against her. Because she is the commander's daughter. Now, your first thought is, oh, she's the commander's daughter. She's going to get special treatment. Oh, no. She's actually treated a lot harsher. Not only that, apparently there was some sort of rebellion that happened. Um, and all the children of the rebels, essentially, if they chose to, they could either essentially die. Or they could serve as writers and serve out the rest of their time. Basically, they could join the military and live out their life that way those were their choices so you have a bunch of rebel kids that are in this this group and by kids they're all in their like 20s and older so you have a bunch of rebel young adults that have been marked they have a, a rebel relic on their neck or on their hand or something like that 
that shows that that's where they're from. They will forever be known as that. Even if they themselves had no part in the rebellion, that's what they're known of. And Violet's mother was the one who essentially said, they're all going to die. She killed, or at the very least uh, commanded, that all these kids' parents were killed. So she kind of has a big red target on her back. That's always fun, right? Joy. Uh, and one in particular, his name is Zayden. Can't remember his last name. All I know is his name is Zayden, and he is probably the hottest character that has ever been described. That's there, and when T finds out her name, he has every want to kill her. But keep that, you know, in the back of your head. She also has a friend there. His name is Dane. Dane Eratos. I think that's how you pronounce it. And her and Dane do go way back. And it's hinted that they may have had kind of like a bit of a relationship without being a total relationship. Thing is about Dane is he's very much by the rules kind of guy. And at the same time, which is funny because at the same time, he's very much by the rules kind of thing. But he basically told her, he's like, I'm sneaking you out of here. You can't be here. You need to be a scribe and everything. You're going to die here and everything like that. Basically being the super non-supportive friend who's like, oh, you're here? Well, let's see if I can help keep you, you know, alive. It's more of, hey, you know, you can't do this. You're too weak to do this. Let's get you, you know, to the scribes. Now, her mother had already basically told her that if she were to try to not go into the writer's quadrant, she would pull her out of wherever she was and throw her in. So either way, she had no choice. Once she was told she's going to be part of the writers, she had to... Be part of the writers or try dying. Or die trying. <laughs> and so Dane is trying every which way. And she finally gets fed up. And she goes at about few weeks before the threshing. Which is when they actually, you know, see if they can get a dragon. The dragons have to choose them. Uh, basically has enough and goes, dude, I have made it this far. I have survived. I have not died. I've had a couple broken bones. I've had my ass kicked. But I've survived. What's your deal? What makes you think I can't be a writer at this point? Have I not proven that I can actually do this? He finally backs off, but he's kind of like all slumpish about it and everything like that. And it's crazy and all and just ugh. he's not a really good friend. He's not. I have my theories about this guy. I truly do. But I'm going to read book two eventually <laughs> and find out if my theories are correct. All I know is I don't I don't like him. I think he's full of it. But anyways, Zayden, however, does see her, her potential and on a constant is telling him to back off. Now, he can tell him to back off because he's what is called the wing leader, meaning that he is the leader of essentially their quadrant, their whole quadrant, which is part of three parts. She's in a uh, part with Dane. Dane is the head of that part, but he still answers to the wing leader, who is Zayden right like crazy and so he keeps telling him to basically back off and let her figure it out she's never going to get better if he keeps coddling her which is kind of funny considering he kind of wants her dead but at the same time he's trying to get her best friend to stop messing with her because she won't she will always be a weak link to their group if he does not allow her to try harder and so he has basically one of their people train her and she starts learning more on exercise she starts learning how to fight she starts learning she starts bulking up essentially without fully bulking up now here comes the threshing the threshing is when a dragon could potentially pick them right 
at this point they started as like 300 people who started they're at like 189 that's how many kids have died <laughs> yeah great awesome cool so it's threshing and the dragons are supposed to pick you essentially and if a dragon doesn't pick you you basically try again the next year the next threshing so which is kind of rough and now just because a dragon picks you doesn't mean you're you know gonna survive it just means that you've made it one heck of a way and there were many times where they saw dragons you know pick a rider and then they you know fly and the rider falls off and they're like oh well i chose wrong and that person basically you know falls to their death now at this point she's just you know kind of walking around looking and she sees barlow jack barlow and two other people they're looking for this particular dragon that they saw now they were able to get a essentially like a viewing of the dragons way before and one thing that they noticed is there was this dragon called a feather tail feather tails there's not a lot known about them but she was really small like not even writable small like she was young and jack and his little buddies are like well we got to kill her because you know she's just going to be a problem can't have a dragon pick a rider and not be able to ride the dragon it's it's a you know it's a weak link and everything now violet sees this and overhears this and she's like i gotta go find that dragon now this dragon is also like a gold color like very beautiful and everything like that but doesn't even have claws it has paws for one not even there yet can't even really fight can't even hold its own yet it's just has its teeth so she finds it and she's trying to get this dragon to fly away and who comes around the corner jack barlow and them and it becomes a basically a brawl she's like you can't do this you are going against everything like all of our code all of our morals you don't kill a dragon you don't and he's like i don't care i'm gonna do it because no one can ride this dragon this dragon's too small it's just gonna you know blah 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 she's trying to essentially reason with them and aiden or sorry zayden kind of comes to the sky on his big dragon his big beautiful blue dragon here's the thing he can't actually interfere he can't do anything however as he states he can narrate so <laughs> so he basically is like telling her to watch out here there and every there on your right on your left essentially helping her without interfering he's like i can't he's like no one said i couldn't couldn't narrate as a watcher she ends up throwing the knife at jack and gets him right in the shoulder or in the arm right in the joint where he can't move his arm and he freaking runs telling the other two that was with him you know basically to finish her so he basically ran like a coward and she ends up knocking one person to the ground and then another person pins her and she the knife slips from her hand because she's bleeding and when she thinks you know she's going to die all of a sudden like a shadow and a large thump happens and this big black huge dragon basically comes out of nowhere and kills this dude essentially and he starts talking to her in her mind and he's choosing her Taryn, i think his name tan it's it's an interesting name Tyrion. but basically he's the biggest baddest dragon out there and he's choosing the weakest girl not only that the little yellow dragon our little golden feather tail decides that she's gonna choose her too even though she's not supposed to so she ends up with two dragons which has never been heard of like holy cow it's wow so much happens so much 
I don't want to get into too much detail with that, with continuing what happens without giving away too much of the book. That is a quick synopsis of, like, the first third of the book. Yeah, we'll say about a third of the book. Um, it's, it's crazy. There's action. There's a lot of betrayal in it uh, when it comes to Zayden and Dame, or Dane. Kind of a love triangle without there being a love triangle between the two. Um, she does have a bestie. It's more ends up happening. I, I, I don't know what more to tell you without giving it away because it's so good. I want you guys to actually read it. I don't want you to hear all of it from me. Um, with the dragons comes powers and she has to wait for her power, or her ability to show up. And she does get one and it's great. Um, there is, for those who are looking at reading this book, this book is strictly 18 and older. The reason why I say that is there are some explicit scenes towards halfway and such, as well as a lot of violence. There is a lot of violence. There is talk about dragons literally frying a person in the spot. There is talk about blood, tendons tearing. There's a lot of gore, and there is a good chunk of it that has a good set of intimacy now that's only literally like a couple chapters the intimacy but she does not spare you details she goes into depth on details of what's happening um there i have two favorite quotes from this so far and one of my favorite quotes uh was the right way isn't the only way and by that he's not the person wasn't saying that she had to find an illegal way or um wrong way of doing things it was more of the right way the way that you're told to do it isn't the only way you can do it there are other ways you can you know do this and this had to do with the trial that she had to do and she won the trial she but she almost got in trouble with it because she used her dagger as part of it and they tried to basically no she was uh, she uh uh lost by default because she brought an illegal item with her and she goes no i didn't according to the handbook of this blah 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 basically their rules Anything that comes with you across the parpet is part of your person. It's part of your body. This dagger came across with me. It's not one that I won in the duels. It's not one that I've won in spars. This is the one that I brought on my own. And it causes a thing. It causes a situation. But she essentially won. She won by the rules. Um, my other favorite one is the one that is heard all over the place. And that is... A dragon without a rider is a tragedy, but a dragon, a rider without a dragon is dead. And the reason why that is somewhat, is actually kind of powerful is a dragon can lose a rider and it's a tragedy because they will mourn their rider. It's like a part of them. However, if a person loses their dragon, if their dragon is killed, you die with it. It's not just, oh no, my dragon and you can get a no new one. No, your lives are interconnected. Dragons, because they are so much more powerful, can live without their rider, but they go into mourning for a long time, and they don't come out until they choose that they want another rider. That's actually what happened with uh, Violet's dragon, Terran, the big black guy. Big black, uh, broody dragon. <laughs> Is he, had a, uh, he had a rider five years before, and that rider died, unfortunately. And so he stayed basically in hiding, or in the veil, not to be seen for five years until she came along. Now, there is one, one thing that I caught, and I had to reread it 
and there's one thing that I caught, and it was... Violet is stupidly arguing with the dragon, saying that he doesn't want her, she's weak, you know, whatever, and he's really strong. And he had said her name, and she's like, holy crap, you know my name. And he goes, I know who and what you are. And it was that what that got me to stop, like, brakes, er, screeching to a very fast halt, going, I'm sorry, what? Now, I had to read that twice. I read the book, and then I started going through with my annotations, and I saw that part, and I was like, hold on. Hold on. It wasn't just, I know who you are. It's, I know who and what you are. So there's a reason why she's sickly, and it has to do with that what, that little question mark at the end. And, oh, I have so many theories. So many theories. And I just, ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I need to start reading book two. I might get off of this now just so I can go read book two. <laughs> but there is so much. I, I urge you guys to read this. This is a truly phenomenal book. Truly phenomenal. And I can't wait to see what else she pumps out with these. Um, I, I heard it was going to be a five book series. So fingers crossed. I hope it is. And I want all of them. I want every single one. They're beautiful. Oh, I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to just devour these books, you guys. You have no clue. So... But that's all I got right now. Um, I, I want to go in so much more depth. This book is so awesome. It's like 500 pages. So there's so much that I can't condense in with, within like 30 minutes. But I condensed the first third of it for you. The third of it up to her getting the dragons. And you know what? Everything explodes after that with everything that happens. Near-death experiences, love, betrayal, absolute sadness uh, towards the end uh, I will say this when it comes to this book um, there's a character that you're going to fall in love with try to help yourself from falling in love with him don't fall in love with characters do not fall in love with characters because just like Game of Thrones they're meant for you to fall in love with and you don't know who they're going to take out and Mm -hmm. one of one of mine was taken out and I just I cried I bawled so be careful who you fall in love with in this book uh, and oh, best of reading I hope this brings you on to your next adventure because it truly brought me onto mine so you guys have a good one get this book <laughs>